Nostalgia Cops. I am Lynn. I am your co-host. I am Evan. I am your other co-host. And welcome back for this month's episode, which is featuring Johnny Bravo. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't really remember a lot of his quotes, if I'm honest. Yeah, uh, I only know the dance. Do the monkey. I was about to say, I know know the eh, monkey. eh, eh, And that's eh, it. eh, eh. He's, He's doing the monkey in front of me. Evan is doing the monkey. Right in front of it's me. Great audio. Speak. Great, great audio yeah, for the, our eh, listeners. Eh, eh. <laughs> They're all like, what? So, Evan. Yes. Um, before we get into today's recording, yes. what have you been watching recently? <sighs> what have I been watching recently? I've been watching Making a Murderer Season 2 okay, on yeah. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, very Pretty good season so far. Okay. Uh, I think it's not as strong as the first season, just because I think there's been a lot of it in the news that people have been kind of taking a look at. And right. people are kind of already understanding what's happening, and they mm-hmm. kind of know what's happening. Mm. If you've been following the case, and if you're really into the case, you've kind of already probably heard everything so far. Yeah. But it's it's still neat to kind of see everything and, like, the background behind everything. And, you know, the, the Stephen Avery's new lawyer is a real firecracker of a lawyer. She's really good. So she's just fun to watch and fun to watch, like, examine everything. Yeah, that's cool. So that's been cool. Uh other stuff I've been watching. I can't really think of anything right now. What about you? What have you been watching? I can't think of a single TV show that I've watched in the last month. <laughs> I, like, just being brutally honest, I have not watched any, like, actual TV shows. It's, like, a lot of movies, a lot of, like, Twitch streams, mm-hmm. a lot of YouTube stuff. Um, but no, no actual TV shows. I did watch a little bit of season two of, of Making a Murder with You. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not, like, I'm, I'm not on board with that show as everyone else is. Mm-hmm. And I know that that show kind of s- sparked the interest into true crime in a sense. Like that in serial is what I consider to be like what sparked everyone's interest in true crime. Yeah. Basically um, from 2015 to now, those have been the big things that have yes. really sprung that back into the mainstream. Yes. And I love serial. Serial is one of my favorite podcasts, but I never got into making a murderer. Mm-hmm. I tried watching it when I was deathly ill once <laughs> And I guess it was because I was in such a haze that, like, I only remember parts from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, I don't know, it never really piqued my interest. Yeah. Fun fact. One, Yeah. One of the things I do want to start watching, and that we, have, we haven't, but we want to, mm. Daredevil Season 3. Yeah, so we have a lot of shows. Like, I know, like, we heard um, this month Iron Fist was canceled. Yes, as well as Luke Cage. No! Yes, Iron Fist and Luke Cage were both canceled by Netflix. So I guess Defenders is canceled. I guess, but like people, That's like are, people half are half of the show. People are saying it, like, oh, maybe they'll do Heroes for Hire, which was basically Iron Fist and Luke Cage. I was about to say, up. unless if they do Heroes for Hire, because in that case, when you think about it, right? Like, but, but uh, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Imagine, like, I don't know. I feel like to spread those actors through three different TV shows is a lot of work. So unless if they figured, hey, here's two shows that like have kind of had a rocky way because like season one of Iron Fist was trash. Mm-hmm. Season two of Luke Cage wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. So unless if they were like, hey, let's just combine it all together and, you know, give them a new show and make it maybe better. Maybe that's yeah. what they're trying to do. The, the only issue I see with that, though, is, is like what happens to Defenders? Because then all you have is... You have Jessica Jones and, and Matt Murdock at that point. Yeah. With which which it just it doesn't seem like that's I don't think that's the route they're gonna go. I it makes no sense that they had a season of Defenders that was so hyped up. Yeah. And wasn't terrible. It wasn't like I don't I th- thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. It just it, I don't think, you know with how with how weak Iron Fist was, mm. it kind of lacked a lot of the you know oomph that I think people were expecting because people were kind of let down by Iron Fist. Luke Cage season one still great. Um, I heard season two was not good. Yeah, it, it was okay, but I've heard but not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Daredevil season three I hear is absolutely amazing. And okay, it has like some of the best some of the best action of the series so far. I think they said there's a fight in season three that tops anything they've ever done. That's great. Um, so and I hear Bullseye is actually a really good villain, and they've completely reinvigorated nice. that character from the comics. So mm-hmm. I, I want to check it out and see what you see what it, see what it has to offer. Yeah, and I still want to go back and watch Iron Fist, and I don't think we saw the second season of Luke Cage. No, we didn't really um, we didn't really check it out. I do want to watch those. I've always mm-hmm. wanted to. Iron Fist is really tough though, because mm-hmm. we tried watching that, and that was just. Oh my goodness! It was hard. It was hard to it watch. It was very hard to watch because even the the action scenes were just not, not good. good. Yeah. Like like the choreography was just bad. Mm-hmm. So 
I would like to go back and watch those. That's definitely on my list. I've got a lot of stuff on my list, and I yeah. I don't know if I can name all of them. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of stuff. I, I think the problem is is it lies with something like Netflix, where there's there's so much content that oh you don't God. know what to start with. Well, that's the that's kind of the thing with Netflix at the moment is that it's kind of becoming its own network. Mm-hmm. It's not even a streaming service anymore. A lot of the stuff is Netflix original. Yeah. So is that a good thing? I think I personally think it's awesome that Netflix is doing that. But I think they're also spreading themselves thin. Way too thin. And I think they should maybe thicken that back up with more content from other networks that they can get. Yeah. I, I Stuff like stuff I've heard like Big Mouth is a really good animated series from yeah. what I've heard. I didn't watch season one, but I'm a huge fan of Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. And I think season two just premiered not long ago. So mm. that's one I want to go back and check out. But we've nice. just been watching so many movies lately. Yeah, we're more movie buffs yeah. really than TV buffs. Which which leads um, into leads into another thing maybe we want. Oh yeah, we have an drop. announcement, I yeah. guess. <laughs> announcement that we're finally talking about on a show. Um so we started another podcast that that tallies us up to three podcasts yes. that we're doing. We have a name for it. We have a Twitter page and a, and a, a Facebook? Uh I th- we have one but I haven't really like done much okay. with it. So we had we do have a Facebook page and a Twitter page. I did not make an Instagram. I did not, not see yet. the point. So it's called Freshly Screened. Yes. And it, it's basically us going to the movies and uh doing reviews on movies that we just seen. So mm-hmm. like on our way back from the movie theater, we are literally recording this in our car. Mhm. On the way home. Exactly. Um, and it's going to be, I don't think we're going to have really like a, a regular release. No set on schedule, it. really. Yeah, that's not really the point of it. It's more or less like you and I leave a theater and we have so many opinions mm-hmm. on a movie that it will take up the entire car ride home. Yeah. So, so. I think it's um, I think it's kind of cool that we're doing this. Um, so, yeah, go check us out. Freshly screened. Find us on, um, I think, iTunes at the moment. Maybe. Uh, well, we not really. Well, we don't have anything up. We're probably going to use Anchor to record the show just because it's like the easiest yes. platform. Uh, it'll get distributed on iTunes and all the big services as soon as we start publishing episodes. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for it there. You can find us on Twitter at Freshly Screened. I was so happy I was able to get that. <laughs> that yeah, with like no like numbers or yeah, no numbers stuff. or anything. Yeah, so yeah. was able to get that. So uh, so yeah, so follow us on Twitter at Freshly Screened. We'll be sure to let you know when the first episode's dropping. We posted a hint that the first episode may be First Man, but that's probably going to change. Yeah, we we, uh, we kind of lost interest in First Man after a while. I I don't know. I never was really that interested in First Man. Yeah. So. It just wasn't one one that I was super interested in, but I really would like to record one soon. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking maybe we're thinking maybe either mid nineties or Bohemian Rhapsody, one of the two. One of the, whatever comes first, I think. Yeah. So pro- look out for one of those probably this weekend. I'm thinking because yeah, we're probably, probably gonna go see one of them this weekend. And we'll probably we'll end up seeing two at some point. Yeah. So. so so stay tuned for that. But enough about movies. Enough about other stuff. Let's get into the TV show. The TV show that at is hand. called Johnny Bravo. Yes. Um. So Johnny Bravo, Evan. Yes. You want to go through your blurb, Lynn? Um, I, I do have a little bit, but what do you remember of Johnny Bravo? Oh, man. So I think what I remember most about Johnny Bravo was that it very much, it was a pinnacle of what the 90s Cartoon Network sta- like stable of shows Like the was. cartoon cartoon. Yes. A lot of that was all about. It yeah. was weird. It was silly. It was out there. It had a very like boisterous main character. Um it had like very <laughs> it had stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think would go over well today yeah the humor's very dated yes that's from what i remember that's what i remember as well it, it was very dated mm-hmm. um and i feel like we're gonna watch this and it's gonna be a scenario in which i can see how this was funny back in the day mm-hmm. however today this is not funny and yeah. that's gonna happen a lot yeah because considering this premiered in 97 if i'm correct it was 97 um, or 98 i think uh, ninety-five. 90, I believe ninety-five. Really, I, I'm 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 just very quickly skimming over everything. Okay, <laughs> yeah, because I because I if I remember, there may have been some like one-off short cartoons as opposed to the full series yeah. before that started. I'll get into it, but I believe it was first aired. The first time we saw Johnny Bravo was in ninety-five. Okay, gotcha. So I will. I'll, but I'll get into it though. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Would you like me to start reading the blurb? Yes, please. Do you have anything else to share? Uh, no, I'll, all I'll say is that I, I, I don't remember a whole lot, but I remember it being somewhat, somewhat interesting and something that 
I'm kind of intrigued to go back and see what uh, see what it was all about. It, it definitely kept my attention mm-hmm. as a child, so I'm interested too. I'm certainly hoping it doesn't fall into the Dexter's Laboratory category. Ooh, of the I don't 90s know. Cartoon Network. It might. It might. Ooh. Okay, so Johnny Bravo is an American animated TV series created by Van Partible. The show has about 20 different writers, um, some names that we would... 20 different writers. Oh, gosh. Um, And mind you, they only had four seasons. So that's... That's, If you split it up, that's a lot of writers per per season. However, you will probably know a majority of the writers' names. Okay. You want to run through some of them? Of course. Butch Harmon. Oh, okay. Seth MacFarlane. Okay. Craig Bartlett, who was the writer of Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, yep. Um, Amy Keating. Uh, I'm sorry, Amy Keating Rogers. Uh, she was the writer on many children TV shows, including Powerpuff Girls, My Little Pony. Okay, gotcha. Um, John Crane. He was the head writer and executive producer on Mad TV. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So those are some of the big writer names, and huh. there were more. There were way more. I just didn't get into listing some of them. Wow. Okay. Like the guy that ended up going on to produce Fairly Odd Parents. Oh. Wrote on the show. Like, okay. Like so many names. Wasn't that Butch? Wasn't that? Uh, it wasn't Butch. Okay. It was another guy. Okay. Um, I might have actually named him. I'm not sure. I don't think I did though. Okay. Um, so Johnny Bravo was the second of Cartoon Network's cartoon cartoons. The first being Dexter's Lab, as yep. we have already discussed mm-hmm. and um, already went through in length in yes. episode one. Yes. <laughs> Go back if you want to hear more about it. Partible Spoiler alert, we didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Partible pitched the series to Hanna-Barbera's animation showcase, What a Cartoon. The pilot short aired in C- on Cartoon Network in 1995. Yeah, that's what I thought, that it was like a short that actually turned into a show. Yes. Because that happened a lot with Nicktoons back in the 90s as well, where yes. they had like... Um, it was basically like testing the waters. Yeah, because you know? it was like it would show up on like Kablam or something like that yeah. as like a short cartoon before it would actually get onto like it's they would get a series order yeah. or something. And I feel like from a business standpoint, that was really smart because if, yeah. if you have this cartoon that's like kind of risque and and you want to produce it, but like oh man, I don't know how it's gonna go over. All right, let's just do short. Let's mm-hmm. see how it goes. Yeah, let's try like five. Let's make like five of them. Save some money. Right. Five five minute cartoons. Put them yeah. out there. See what people think, and then and then we'll. we'll honor you with like having a season or whatever yeah exactly so after that came two more johnny bravo shorts the shorts became popular in cartoon network then started commissioning half hours uh, half hour stories which led johnny bravo to have four seasons and 65 whole episodes which breaks down to about 178 segments because it's just like i and I, this may have been like the theme with cartoon cartoons but it's the same concept. the The show it has the same concept as Dexter's Lab, in which broken up it's into broken multiple. into three. Okay. So you're gonna have a Johnny Bravo segment, and then something that's not. I think it wasn't related to Johnny Bravo, and then a third segment of Johnny Bravo. Yeah. See, that's that's the problem I've always had with these cartoon cartoons is that, like, I understand they're wanting like they want to kind of break it up and make it a little more a little different and right but it just it doesn't work because it just breaks the flow yeah i feel like this experiment was just not a good one and i can i can applaud cartoon network to try and do something different however i really don't like that format it bothers me um and it's almost like like from a child standpoint i kind of feel like you're losing their attention more with that right Mm -hmm. because like you have them all interested into Johnny Bravo and then here comes this midsection where you're like I don't know what the fuck this is yeah and then the third one in which uh, you know are they still there or did they walk away from the TV did they turn it off like I kind of feel like you break the flow and end your attention span with your audience by doing that. I think that's a symptom of having too many writers too pitching a lot of different ideas yeah. because if you have a whole bunch of writers that are trying to contribute to the show and say oh well I like I like this idea why don't we do this it felt like it was compensating for the fact that oh we have like we've had like 20 different writers let's all give them a chance to do something yeah and it just it doesn't work you're better off that's why i think cartoons in like the early 2000s i think kind of started to figure that out whereas stick with one storyline for the entirety of an episode and that's going to be more interesting and more intriguing for your audience right mm-hmm. um, cuz a show like hey arnold they stuck with one specific storyline for an entire episode and it worked because you had you had a small creative team that all was on the same page that all knew these characters very well and they they all understood every character except Mm -hmm. and they didn't need to just understand one character 
you know, if you can understand one character, you can write a whole bunch of crap and it doesn't matter. But I think it's more interesting when you have a knowledge of an entire world and you're able to build an entire world. Right. And all of you can all of you can work in that one world as opposed to just like, oh, here's this one character. I know what he's like. Right. 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 No, everybody else doesn't matter. And I feel like at the time, because when this happened was when we were children. So I feel like at the time what this really was a, a, a reflection of was attention span. Mm-hmm, definitely. You know, I feel like writers and, and producers and directors kind of felt, okay, well, if you're dealing with a children's show, children don't have a long attention span. Mm-hmm. And I think as time went on, because you saw that even like the, the dual segment get lost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I feel like as time went on, people realized, oh no, you can keep a child's attention, but you just got to make sure you're doing a lot. Like you yeah. got to make sure that you're engaging them for 22 minutes instead of engaging them for seven minutes, for 12 mm-hmm. minutes, that yeah. sort, of, sort of thing. Exactly. So um, I will continue on. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> we'll get back <laughs> on track. Um, so the first season aired in 1997. Mm-hmm. Then the show was on hiatus until it was unexpectedly picked up for a second season in 99. Wow, a whole year or two mm-hmm. off. So that's the one thing with Johnny Bravo. It's not consistent. Huh, okay. It... it has long breaks there's hiatuses there's changes in directors and writers and producers wonder if that's a product of low ratings it's then too it seems like very inconsistent so when it was picked back in nine when it was picked back up in 1999 van partible left production and kirk tingbald took over for as director that's never a good sign when you have your your lead yes. creative force who leave. created the show yeah, who came up with the characters and everything like that right. leave after after one season Yes. Wow, so this led to a major altercation um, in the show regarding its style, tone, humor, and characters. Hmm. Like everything changed. Huh. So this format was retained for the third season, mm-hmm. and then the show was renewed in 2003. So there you go. You're skipping over more time. Yeah. Um, having the fourth season air in 2004. Wow. That's a huge gap. Yes. Three seasons over seven years. Yes. Wow. So the final series followed the humor of the first season. Besides the shorts and episodes, there were also two specials released in 2003 and a film released in 2011. Jesus. My God. Yes. This is like a really long history. 2011. Yes. My gosh. That. Yeah. Hmm. So it, it seems like Johnny Bravo is that show that we all remember. Yeah. But not much of it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we know the character. Like yeah. everybody gets the like, character because we all know a Johnny Bravo in right. real life. Like basically. if you were to take like a pop culture quiz mm-hmm. or like a cartoon quiz and Johnny Bravo's face yeah. show, you show, you show him. You would know. But if you could tell, like if, if you would sit down and be like, okay, here's the title of a Johnny Bravo episode. What happened? Mm-hmm. I would look at you and go, fuck if i know like if somebody like, played the theme song for me i probably would not know what it was i i i'm trying to think of the theme now i don't I know it yeah. i don't so like i think that's really kind of like it left a footprint but it wasn't as much of an imprint as say dexter's lab or, or powerpuff Girls, powerpuff Girls, courage like any of the other shows mm-hmm. on cartoon network i feel like this one had its time and it left mm-hmm. and then it tried to kind of reinvigorate itself and it left by the way, speaking of Courage, side note, the, I heard from the creator of Courage the Cowardly Dog that they're working on a prequel series coming next year. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So It's, it's probably going to be just as sad, though. Yeah. But it's <laughs> I, I always enjoyed that show. It was oh, weird. But I, I do. It. It's, it's a strange show, and I would never expect myself to like Courage, but I do like Courage. I hope it comes up, in, I hope it comes up on our list. It, I think I have it on there. I'm pretty sure it's on there. I hope it comes up. All right. So continuing along. Yes. So this next paragraph, mm-hmm. let's just describe Johnny Bravo a little bit. Let's describe the characters of the show. That sounds good. So Johnny Bravo is a muscular, narcissistic, and dim-witted, self-proclaimed womanizer <laughs> with a pompadour and an Elvis-like voice. That is not my sentence. That is the sentence strictly <laughs> taken out of the Wikipedia page. <laughs> just so we're clear. Hey, Wikipedia, they they have very apt descriptions for everything. It's true. So... um. Do you remember the city that Johnny Bravo lives in? Hell no. I don't remember. Aaron City. Do you remember why it's called Aaron City? No. It's Elvis's middle name. Really? Yes. Huh. So it's it's another nod at Elvis. Okay. All right. So that's the one thing I always knew about Johnny Bravo is that he was very much um, reminiscent of Elvis. And whether or not I was... 
I always kind of went back and was like, man, are they trying to do that? And and after reading the Wikipedia page and reading a little bit more about the show, yes, it was supposed to be more of a nod at that Pompadour Elvis phase. Which, which is interesting because the way he's dressed is more like a 60s greaser kind of look. Right. So he's got both going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's... Huh, okay. He lives in Aaron City. Um, episodes typically revolve around Bravo trying to get a woman to go on a date with him. However, <laughs> the advances the advances don't end well, and um, normally involve the woman beating up Bravo. Oh wait, yeah. I always remember I him getting remem- sucker punched. I do remember that was a running theme of yes. him getting the shit kicked out of him by yes. women, which I do enjoy. Hey, in 2018, women women empower- female empowerment. Hey, why not? Why not? Um, Bravo. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, where am I? I lost track. That's okay. Okay. Adult humor is also very prevalent in the show. Uh, Johnny's companions throughout the show are Bunny Mama Bravo, which is his mom, uh-huh. um, who is described as lively, caring, extroverted, and equally dimwitted. <laughs> little Susie, who's a talkative and intelligent little girl from the neighborhood who likes to annoy Johnny, although he barely remembers her name. Um, there's other reoccurring characters like Carl. Oh God, I can never say his last name. Carl Krinswitz. <laughs> I can't say it. Um, who is like? I think he's like a nerdy character. Okay. Um, Pops, who I believe owns, like the store Johnny hangs out at. Okay. Uh, Master Hama, who is Johnny Bravo's kung fu teacher. <laughs> Um, Donny Osmond, who plays himself. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and Jungle Boy. But Jungle Boy, I believe, is only in the first season. Okay. Because he was cut from the second and the third. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, for- I forgot. Because like, even looking through some of the um, episode titles here for season one, um, yeah, Johnny somehow interacts with older celebrities and things like that, too, which, yeah. which I didn't realize. Donny Osmond is the most reoccurring one. Yeah, because there's an episode in season one where he meets Adam West. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I don't really remember that either. Yeah, I just see that um, it's an episode title here. So I just knew mostly about um, Donny Osmond, but there's also other... Um, <laughs> other guests that you might be surprised about. Okay. So, let me find my place again. So, the series humor is derived from celebrity guest stars appearances, which mm-hmm. we just went over. Yep. Uh, references to pop and references to pop culture. Mm-hmm. Some of the celebrity guests include Adam West, mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, Seth what? Green, and Donny Osmond. What? That is like the. That's the Seth weird. Green. That's the weirdest foursome you could. But but I mean, Seth Green's not that weird considering. Well, considering, see, and and the thing is, is that Johnny Bravo is more adult themed, so Seth yeah. Green isn't necessarily that surprising. But I'm surprised that he agreed to do something like that in a yeah. sense, you know, because he was so. Because like, uh, when I think of Seth Green, I think of Robot Chicken, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I yeah, I think of that humor. Um, and uh, you, and not necessarily like kid humor. Could you imagine that foursome? Shaq, Adam West, Donny Osmond, and Seth Green. Yeah, like, like in have, a room. In a room together. <laughs> That's the weirdest yeah. foursome I could have ever come up with. It's it's definitely interesting, but yeah. I I like the mix. Um, so in 2009, IGN ranked Johnny Bravo as number 71 in its top 100 animated series list. I'm surprised it made the top 100. Uh, same. Johnny Bravo is considered iconic, and his catchphrases huh? are relatively common in pop culture. The creative team behind Johnny... Oh, by the way, let me just say one thing before I move on. Uh-huh. His catchphrases are re- relatively common in pop culture. I don't know what his catchphrases are besides what is, besides the uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What are the... Do they say what? No, and that was the other thing is that I wasn't given examples. So I want to know... Like, I don't know how true that is, personally. I'm going to look for this real okay. quick. Okay. So the creative team behind Johnny Bravo have gone on to work on many successful shows. So McFarlane with Family Guy, Butch Harmon with Nickelodeon's Oh Yeah cartoons, um, Steve uh, Marmel. Uh, oh, there we go. Steve Marmel. He was the producer of the Fairly Odd Parents since 2001. Mm-hmm. So John McClintyre directed um, other episode- episodes of several other cartoon cartoons and moved as supervising director on one of my favorite shows, The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. Oh, yeah. So the one thing that I do remember reading a lot about was that the show wasn't supervised a lot by, like, the <laughs> network. Uh-huh. They kind of were, like, left in a room to go play. Uh-huh. So that's why there is a lot of adult humor, and that's kind of, like, a new concept to... Mm-hmm. 
CNN or to Cartoon. I almost said CNN to Cartoon Network at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Seth, Seth MacFarlane basically being like, "Yeah, that was like one of the best times of my life." Because he was because he was with Hanna Barbera during that time. Yes, in, in like the late '90s, early 2000s, doing a lot of stuff with them. Yeah, so like he was basically like, you know, we were just left in a room and and we just had fun and wrote things and they were like okaying it. They were just greenlighting it right away. Mm-hmm. So that was the one thing that I did take note of. Johnny Bravo was like the the staff had fun with it even though the staff were constantly changed yeah so i found three of the most common catchphrases for johnny bravo do you recognize any of them uh i know recognize one of them two of them technically um the first one here from knowyourmeme.com the four the foremost site for any of this stuff uh is i am sickened but curious uh it's a reference to a 1999 episode uh, he finds Pops covering Carl in corn chowder to relieve a poison ivy rash, Ta-da. thus causing him to say, I'm sickened, but curious. Don't remember. I don't either. I don't know that one. Uh, the second is, whoa, mama. Okay, that, yes. That one, yeah. That one makes it. Yes. Uh, Every single time he saw like, a signify a, a very attractive woman. Yes. There's also a Reddit subreddit with this exact name as well. <laughs> uh, and then f- is it, does it just show hot women? I'm guessing maybe. I'm going to look it up. I'm not signed into Reddit at the moment, <laughs> so it won't pop up. Uh, and then finally, do the monkey with me. is the Okay. Because that's apparently, because that's in the intro. Okay. I mean, I guess. Yeah. So. Um, so just, um, hold on. I'm, I'm actually typing in Will Mama to see. Yeah, no. So, uh, so just for a little background as well, um, just to kind of, to give you folks an idea of the episodes we're going to be watching this time, uh, here are the three we're going to be taking a look at. It's just Johnny Bravo shit, by the way, if you're curious. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So the three episodes we're going to be watching are all from season one, because unfortunately that's really the only season you can find online. There's yes. no other, none of the other seasons are available online for purchase or anything like no. that. I mean, if you want to pirate it, pirate it. I don't think it's that important to give our computer a virus considering that we use this computer to record and, record and produce two podcasts yes. that are regularly occurring. Yes, exactly. Um, and I use it to edit things and, yeah. and to draw. So, so. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think other episodes may be on iTunes, but I, I'd have to look at that. And we, certain. Maybe, but I could have sworn that it was only season one that we found. Yeah, and but, even um, when we looked on YouTube, we only found like snippets. Snippets here and there. Yeah, yeah so. not even full episodes. So the f- the three episodes we're going to be watching are season one, episode one, which is super duped slash bungled in the jungle slash barely enough time. Uh, season one, episode four, which is I used to be funny slash my fair dork slash twas the night. And then season one, episode 11, which is the man who cried clown slash Johnny real good slash little talky Tabitha. Yes. So, so we're only watching three because there is not a lot to choose from. Yeah. There's no point in, you know sitting down and watching everything yeah and so. we don't have the time we're, we're recording like, this on october 29th <laughs> don't give it away i will give it away don't give away our our lazy our laziness ah, more busyness that leads to laziness say, we have been very busy lately yes. so yes it is what it is but um but yes so lynn any final thoughts before we go ahead and go watch this show and i'm a little apprehensive to watch it you are a little bit i just i don't know something tells me that like i'm not going to be into it um and it's maybe because like i said my my childish humor is not as it's not as simple anymore Mm -hmm. like i look at things and i go "Mm, that's a problem yeah so i I feel like i'm going to be doing that a lot and i'm going to be like a problem problem alert number 2009 yeah you know like that's just how i feel like i'm going to be and I don't know if I'm going to really like it that much, but also I'm, I mean, we're not wasting a lot of time with it. It's going to be like a little over an hour. Yeah. So that's not the worst, mm-hmm. but I'm just also kind of not looking forward to this one. If I'm honest, after reading about it and looking mm-hmm. everything up and I'm, I'm really glad that it is a staple. Like I'm glad mm-hmm. it had that moment. It, um, it, it had its place in time. Yeah. But I think definitely, I think it was very short lived in terms of its place. I, I feel like, there was a reason for it to be short-lived, though. Mm-hmm. It was inconsistent the, it, from staffing to producing. You know, the humor was, you know, risque for mm-hmm. its time, especially for it being released on a segment that was considered to be for children. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't see. I, I mean, I don't remember my mom being like, "Lynn, you can't watch Johnny Bravo." Mm-hmm. She might have watched it with me. But I can tell you right now that it's something that my parents, like, if there was a kid's show that was really good, mm-hmm. like SpongeBob, 
my parents would watch it with us. Right, yeah. They loved it. And I could name a couple shows like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was definitely not one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just what I remember very well. Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. I feel like, uh, unfortunately... I have a bad feeling this is going to fall into the Dexter's Lab category for me. Yeah. Where it's one of those shows that, like, does not hold up very well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm expecting a lot of dated jokes, a lot of unfunny writing. And I, it, unfortunately, it just comes down to a product of being too many cooks in the kitchen, I think, at some point. Yeah, even though all the cooks are, like, five-star chefs. All, the, <laughs> all, those, all those cooks eventually went on to become Wolfgang Puck. Right, it's exactly. Like, seriously, it's like... <laughs> like, they're all fantastic. It's yeah. just, I think that's going to be its downfall, yeah. personally. I, yeah, so... All right. So what do you say? Should we go? Should we go do the monkey and uh, and go woe mama s- into this show? I, uh, you just memed so hard. I'm sickened but curious. Oh. Okay, I just bye. Triple memed on you. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the ground. I'm clenching something. My <laughs> heart. I'm clenching my heart. <laughs> Shriveling up into a raisin. Whoa, mama. I'm now dust. <laughs> Blowing in the wind. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys later. Mr. Bravo, I don't feel so good. Oh, God. Just just end the episode right now. <laughs> Let's go watch the episode. One, two, three. Go. <laughs> Way there. Sassy. Man, I'm pretty. <laughs> All right, and welcome back. We just got done watching Johnny Bravo. That pause during uh, during saying watching. Yeah. Uh, you know, it really asks the question: What is watching and what is enjoying? Yes. Yeah. So, so Lynn, before we d- before we jump into details. Quick thoughts, quick uh, early. No, <laughs> no, just no, just, just no. no. And why? Why just no? Oh, man, I can't tell you how much I wanted to scroll through Instagram while watching this show. Mm. It just didn't keep my attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is interesting because the segments were so short. Johnny Bravo was weird, and he like wasn't interesting. He wasn't like as interesting as I remember him mm-hmm. being. It was more or less the things that happened to him that were supposed to be interesting. And mm-hmm. and man, some of the some of like some of the plots just I hated. I hated them so much. And we'll get into that. Yeah. How about you? Um, it wasn't that funny. Um, no, it was like Dexter's John- Lab. Yeah, Johnny Bravo as a character was not really that funny. Mm-hmm. Um. More the the most humor we got out of it came from secondary characters or characters that had like very little to do with the actual story. Did we laugh at Johnny at all? No, uh, not really. Yeah. No, there were the I think the really the only times we laughed were at uh, jokes that came from other characters that weren't Johnny, mm. which that's kind of sad. Um, sad. And it was very a lot of the humor was just very much low hanging fruit, stupid humor. Um, it it just didn't keep my attention. Like we said, after the first episode, I was ready to tap out. I was ready to be like, I can't watch any more of this right. just because it wasn't. And keep- we had a stomach to more. Yeah, it wasn't keeping our attention, which, is, like I said before, is strange considering it's only twenty two minute episodes broken up into three segments. So yeah, just- we only spent an hour watching this. Yeah, just over an hour watching this. So like the longest hour of my life, though. Yeah. So, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that great. No. So how about we just jump right into it? Yeah. So so let's just give I say let's give a brief overview of the first episode with the three parts. So mm-hmm. the first one. Um. I have the episode descriptions up here on Wikipedia. Go, if you go like ahead. Go. So the, I remember the first one was about the superhero thing. Yes. Yeah, so we the first episode we watched was season one, episode one, the very first episode, n- the very first non like short pilot episode, uh, which consists of three parts. Part one was super duped. Uh, part two was bungled in the jungle, and part three was barely enough time. Uh, the first part, super duped, was uh, here's a description. In an effort to impress Susie's beautiful teacher. Johnny goes along with the gag that he is Bravo Man, his superhero alter ego. Johnny has to prove that he is a superhero when a burglar robs the city bank. Uh, this episode, this this vignette, uh, just was... It was stupid. It was not really that funny. Um, no, like, 
I don't know. I I didn't think it was funny. I didn't think Bravo Man was good. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole like the teacher's name was Miss Babe. Oh, Miss Babe. Like yeah, God and then damn. and then she co- she corrects him. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, the the and then like he tries to ask ask her on a date, and she's like, I'm already dating a superhero. And he was like, and, what? He, was, and he was basic. His name was Pretty Boy. And pretty boy dressed up like it was he i wrote down is pretty boy the first chippendale superhero perhaps it looked like he was also wearing bondage gear too which was kind of Ooh. odd um i didn't understand so the the villain in this i believe was like a clown that sweet was, cheeks yeah sweet cheeks, the candy powered like villain candy powered villain yeah and when he got wet he melted i didn't get that yeah I didn't, just, why did he melt just disintegrated like why also in the beginning of the episode the o- the episode opens with johnny walking down the street uh mi- like reciting out loud his grocery list yeah he couldn't write it down he apparently. couldn't write it down because he's a fucking moron that's yeah that's the one thing i have throughout this entire this entire set of episodes we watch is that johnny bra was a fucking moron and i think everybody knows that i mean like to be fair we did read in the wikipedia article that he's dim-witted true i you mean know, they, like, they, they do specifically say he's, he's dim-witted he's supposed to be like handsome but stupid you know, Johnny Bravo uh, also sticks. Uh, he skips leg day. He does like majorly. He's very top heavy. I'm surprised he doesn't fall <laughs> over more. <laughs> it's the best way to describe. He's top him. heavy. I mean, literally, he's kind of like this giant torso, and then like it's like when he was six, he never grew. I'm su- like his legs never yeah, grew. Yeah, <laughs> like I like. There's one shot. I don't know if it's just the perspective or not, but he just looks like a ba- he looks like a baby with a giant like torso. Right, he's got like tiny baby legs, and yeah. it's like, buddy, what happened? Like his head is very small, his torso and chest, his, his torso is just enormous, his arms are enormous, but then his legs are just puny. It's very weird. He's a very strangely proportioned person. Yes, and then I'm like, he wants to get laid so bad, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like that would be very hard to maneuver. Um, also, can we <laughs> also can we talk about the theme song? Um, um, and how I didn't remember a fucking word from it. Yeah, and it's so generic and so generic, so bad. This is the first time I sat down and went, "Wow, I don't think I recognize this theme song." Yeah, like it, nothing flooded back, and I was just like, "Um, mm-hmm. what's going on?" It's basically just. It's just horn break. And then he talks. Catchphrase. Yeah. Catchphrase. Yeah. And then the end of the theme song is just him going, yeah, whatever. It's like that. Wow. You basically right. are reciting my sentiments about this entire show. So the the first third of this episode, I all I wrote was underwhelming. I My, like, my final note for that first part is this show is not that funny. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's move on to um, part two, because with these episodes, I don't think you remember with Dexter's Lab, we talked forever. Yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on these. Yeah. So, so. Uh, second part was called Bungled in the Jungle. Uh, the description for this is flying high above the jungle on a plane. We'll get to that. I don't understand why. Uh, Johnny makes a stewardess angry by his constant flirting with her. As a result, the stewardess boots Johnny off the airplane mid-flight. When Johnny comes down, he soon meets Jungle Boy. Yeah. So uh, the first comment I want to make is that what I believe boots him out of the airplane was actually, lady, on some airlines, it's a compliment to be called an air waitress. Yeah. On no airline is it co- is it complimentary to call a woman an air waitress? I don't think I've ever heard a flight attendant ever called an air waitress I in think, my life. I think that's a very old, like... Very old school, like, like misogynistic term. Right. Like, a, it was supposed to be, like, kind of a cheeky description, but over time it got very misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point that it's kind of an insult. You know, stewardess, stewardesses um, on a plane, flight attendants on a plane, mm-hmm. do much more than just serve you shit. Like yeah. they they keep people safe. They keep you safe. They tell you how to handle emergencies if they were to happen. Like, mm-hmm. like don't don't knock lovely, you know, airline. Yeah, airline peeps. Also, uh, one thing I want to note, and it'll come up again later in another episode. Um, we never get any explanation as to why he's flying where he's going what he's doing yeah well i don't think that's the point i think if you were to add that in it would have made the episode longer and to be honest they didn't have time to play around with backstory i mean if anything just to give us some sort of frame and not even they don't even need to spend time on it just like a throwaway line in the beginning it's like oh i'm I'm headed i'm headed to costa rica to meet up with the babes or something like that you know i suppose like that i feel like it's irrelevant i know but like 
to me, I'm constantly thinking of this, and like since I do improv a lot, I'm also I'm constantly thinking of setting up the base reality of you know whatever's happening, right? You know, setting up the who, what, and the where. Well, I feel like with him, the who, what, where is Johnny getting kicked out of a plane and it landing in a jungle. True. Like, like the plane isn't the main setting; the jungle mm-hmm. is. Why? How did he get to the jungle? Well, he got kicked off of a plane. Yeah. If you were to go, if you were to inception it and go like, okay, well, why was he on the plane? And you're, I feel like you're getting too much into it. Yeah. But I think that's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm just think I'm think I'm trying to do the comedy math in my head, and it right. really shouldn't because it's not. That it's funny. not funny. It's, it's not, not funny. a funny show. <laughs> um, so the f- first joke that we laugh at that I laughed at in this came from a pink monkey. Mm-hmm. Also, why are the monkeys pink? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, I had a really hard time distinguishing that they were monkeys. Mm-hmm. I think the thing that gave them away was like the the classic like monkey ear. I think they had like the. The cartoony monkey ears that people normally draw monkeys with. But if if they didn't have those, I'd be like, what the fuck animal is that? Like, yeah. what is that? Is that a Yeti? Like, why is it pink? Yeah. It was very strange. Didn't like it. Um, <clears throat> what, was the, what was the joke that made us laugh? It was something about... I think it was something about the snake and how, like, the snake was like... Um, <laughs> the snake was like, I'm poisonous, you know? And everyone's like, yeah, everyone knows that you're poisonous. And, yeah. And then... Um, and then the monkey was like one of the girl monkeys was like, um, "Hey, raise your hand if you're poisonous." And the and oh, the snake yeah. couldn't raise his hand. He's like, "Oh, I guess no one here is poisonous." And like to me, it was like, Haha, like "Yeah, it was it, kind it, of funny." It was funny. Um, um, yeah, and there was just there was this whole subplot of like the animals turn like he, the whole catalyst was that Johnny when he fell out of the plane, he landed on Jungle Boy and broke his leg. So all the animals in the in the jungle got mad at Johnny for breaking Jungle Boy's leg, and they wanted to kill him. Especially, they were gonna eat him. They were gonna eat him. Yeah, it was weird. Um, but then in the end, they have a sudden change of heart because Jungle Boy's like, he didn't mean to do it. Blah blah blah. And then they're like, oh okay, yeah, no, we're we're not gonna kill him. And it just it was it was weird. It was weird. Um, it just wasn't that funny. Also, at one point, Johnny Bravo literally gets caught in a trap with a porno magazine. Yeah, they don't. They they I. I assumed it was like because he said like oh it's a catalog or something, so oh I I assumed it was a porno mag like no, a I, Playboy thing. I think I specifically heard like oh this year's catalog or something, so oh. I'm assuming it was like a Victoria's Secret catalog or something Maybe. like that. Still, it, it may, still it's just, gross. It, yeah, like you know he grabbed that magazine not not wanting to Christian it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, All Christian right. it. I'm sorry, not yes. Christian it. <laughs> Um, Definitely in Christianing it. <laughs> he ain't no Christian. He ain't no Christian. Um, so the third part, Evan, I I don't remember this. It was at all. called barely enough time. So this is the one with the bear. Yes. What was his name? Uh, it was like a D and D Chronos. Yeah, Chronos. Uh, so master the, of all yes. time. The description is when Johnny has reason to believe that his mother, Bunny Bravo, is out in the jungle lost. He goes on a quest to find her, only to awaken Chronos the bear, a very large and hungry grizzly bear. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. So. I didn't the master of all time joke was repeated too much and it wasn't funny mm-hmm. um also why why do all of the animals want to eat bravo like wherever what like i i don't think you noticed but like chronos used the same cauldron to try and cook bravo as, as the as the jungle uh animals did huh so it's like why like i i i think i get it like i get it from like i guess a producing standpoint of like what's what's a classical way we can portray johnny being in in danger i mean um that is like you know easy and repetitive for our artists to draw i just didn't think it was funny if anything he could have just put like he could have put him on a spit like a like spit roast like a pig and just do that and i think it was I don't know. I could be wrong, but like maybe it was like for the sake of time. Like, oh well, they already drew yeah. it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought it was stupid. Um, and the VCR, they made like a joke about a VCR. Like, oh, no one knows how to set the time on a VCR, yeah. and I don't know. Like, it was so forgettable. Um, one of the one of the things I I put on, especially in this episode, the animation is not that great. It does not. Hold it's very up. basic. Um, it's it doesn't it doesn't look good. It's like especially nowadays, it just looks really like blah and ugly and like just lacking any sort of like weight or punch to it you I, know? I also feel like the color in it isn't very um it's not very it's not a very colorful show i guess is yeah what I'm trying to say. definitely not it feels very dark for yeah, some reason i agree um whereas with a lot of shows a lot of children's shows they they are very boastful in color mm-hmm. um 
and it could be like a dark subject like uh, you know billy and mandy like that was a colorful show i just i I, very earthy tones and i didn't care for it talking about it is making me sleepy that's how much (laughs) i didn't care about this show so should we try to zoom through the rest of this yeah so um so okay so season okay so that was the end of the first episode of season one uh, general thoughts we both really didn't like it didn't care for it uh season one episode four was the next one we watched uh yes which three parts were i used to be funny which was about uh clown, two clowns two clowns fighting yeah uh my fair dork which was johnny teaching a young dorky kid how to be like him and then twas the night which was the christmas special um so <laughs> first question i have about the clown mm-hmm. episode yeah why was that clown flipping a lemon? We open up to Johnny walking down the street. He's going to go meet a girl for a dinner date or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he passes this gross old clown mm-hmm. flipping a lemon. I don't know. Why was he flipping a lemon? How is that funny? How do you incorporate that in a joke? Why wasn't he flipping? Si- Why wasn't I, he eating a banana? I was waiting for him to pull some like, oh, when life gives you lemons. Uh, uh, kind of. But he, I don't think he ever did. No, he never did. Um, um, the one thing I, the first note I wrote for this episode was you stand, because Johnny was just standing on the street corner waiting for his date. Mm-hmm. He's like, you stand, I'm like, you stand on the corner during the day? You some kind of hooker? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just wrote that as a, um, as a note, which I thought was funny. And uh, also, why are there clown gang wars in this town? Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, it was just, and also at one point, Johnny's walking down the street and he happens to pass a fucking mirror shop. What, of course he does. What, why, what city has a store completely dedicated to mirrors? That makes no fucking Aaron sense. Aaron City. Um, uh, the other, apparently there was a racist, a racist joke in disguise I felt at some point. Really? I wrote that, but I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, I can't remember what I thought was, was like, the, racist. Was it, was it the rhino one? I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Yeah, there was also just a random rhino walking around town at some point. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and then I, I thought the... I thought the ending was weird. Yeah. Like, so like the ending is basically um, Johnny's date falls in love with the two clowns. Yeah. But the two clowns are a creepy and b old, yeah. and she's like getting hot and, and sweaty drunk. and wet in front of like everyone in front of these two clowns, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go do it." And she it was like drunk. Like it just was gross. I, hate I, I said she. I said his date looks like looked like Ginger Daria Sands glasses. A little bit, and I felt like I felt like she was very like underdrawn. Like yeah. they were like, let's just make a hot girl with red hair, and yeah. that's who it was. Yeah, I just I just put my final note for that episode was she just wanted a threesome, that freaky lady. <laughs> Get into your freaky self. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, the second one, my fair dork. Yes. Um. Apparently, whatever line Johnny uses on the girl in the like ice cream candy shop mm-hmm. um, was I thought was creepy. I don't yeah. remember what. I don't remember what he said. Yeah. I, I my notes were not <laughs> very descriptive this time around. My I notes wasn't, are all over the place. My I just didn't care what I was writing, um, honestly. Because the episode opens with him tanning shirtless outside um, on his front lawn, and I and the little girl Susie comes up and is and is up there next to him. And I wrote down the optics of tanning shirtless with a little girl next to you are not good. Right, right, right. <laughs> there's and, a there's a lot of stuff in here that's just very questionable. Well, I think the idea is that the the neighbor girl, what's her name, Susie? Susie, yes. I think Susie has a crush on Johnny. I think that's like the point of it. Which is just even fucking Which weirder. Which is weirder. But like, uh, okay, so me being a little girl, mm-hmm. I'm sure I had a crush on like an older guy. Yeah. At some point in my life. So like to me, I don't necessarily find it weird. Um, it's just creepy. I guess it's not like he has a crush back mm-hmm. and it's not even like he's nice to her. Yeah. So like to me, I don't see it as creepy. I more or less see it as like, here's this little girl that obviously holds Johnny in some sort of light. Mm-hmm. And Johnny's just kind of like, I'm not good with kids. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. That's kind of how I viewed it. But she, anyway, she asked him to like a formal or like a dance or something. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no. And then he goes, he goes to this ice cream shot and he's flirting with the, um, with the cashier girl and he says something creepy i don't even remember what he said Mm -hmm. but i was like if a guy said that to me i would hurt like no wonder why all of them want to punch all of the women want to punch him Mm -hmm. um so yeah so he ends up running into this little kid um who i guess asks Susie to the who asks Susie to the dance um but then johnny's like here i'm gonna help you you know become more like me and stuff like that yeah um at one point they go to a mall and they're walking around the mall 
And one of the funniest jokes that I think we wa- we heard during this entire run happened, uh, where the where there's a bald man walking around, and a mother <laughs> mother yells to her daughter, well, "Wish on the bald man!" <laughs> and she and the little girl. Yells, oh yeah, because the bald guy falls in like the he falls he falls <laughs> well. off the top. Yeah, he falls in the he falls in the river. He falls in like a fountain. And the girl's like, I want a pony. And then a pony just appears out of nowhere. <laughs> she goes, I want a husband and, and nothing, nothing happens. Ha- nothing happens. <laughs> and it just, it was so, it was so random and hilarious that it just made me laugh. Oh like my it God. was the funniest thing I saw the entire time we watched it. It was really good. I just laughed my ass off. It was so funny. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Cause it's, 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 it's really disappointing when you know that there's this talent behind this show mm-hmm. with people like Butch Hartman and Seth MacFarlane and all these great writers and creators and it's just there's nothing to this it's and, just it, oh, and it's, you know what's really even more frustrating is that all of them hold a lot of like they, they all hold this very like close to their hearts mm-hmm. which I don't because it was their start it was their start and I get that and the other thing is like they had so much fun doing it mm-hmm. I just wish I could see that fun that they put into the show yeah and I don't even as an adult I'm just like I don't care I don't get it I don't yeah. want it um so yeah so the episode ends with basically this little kid um basically turning into a little JB and becoming even more more attractive to women than Johnny Bravo is because at the end of the episode the the cashier girl from the beginning of the episode that uh rejected Johnny uh fall like falls for this little kid and I wrote uh that's a statutory issue in all caps <laughs> you're not wrong um and also in between each of these little vignettes there's like these little PSAs that he that Johnny does which I don't quite understand what there's like these like after the after the second episode there was like a little thing that popped up after it was like a 30 second like vignette which seems like some sort of psa i don't know i'd have to go back and i don't, know I don't I remember to. that but yeah i i thought it was some sort of psa but but yeah so again another episode very underwhelming not very funny mm-hmm. uh so finally the final episode of this episode the final vignette of this episode twas the night uh which which starts off the best way, Adam West as the narrator. Wait, did we skip over the third part? No, that's what I'm going to now. Twas the Night was the third part. The Christmas part was the third part. Okay, um, sorry, I got confused. Because okay. you, you said the final, but we have like another episode after Yeah, yeah, this. that's what I meant. Yeah, the final vignette of this episode. Yeah, okay. Um, so this was, I liked this one the most, believe it or not. Yeah, because I, because I, the main thing was it's just like it had structure to it. That's a, why I liked it because it was it had a story to it. It had a structure. It made sense. Um, yeah, uh, Adam West as a narrator was a great touch. I loved having that. That was nice. Perfect. Yep. Um, um, the 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 Rudolph scene. So like yeah, like that, there was a scene when like Johnny was trying to name all the all the reindeer and he didn't know all of them and he's like, hey, where's that one with the freaky red nose? And it cuts to Rudolph in war with these like military, with a laser nose with a laser nose against these military dudes and it's like what happened to rudolph like what what type of trouble is he getting into like it, it made it was weird i didn't get it um yeah it was silly i felt like you could do something else with rudolph like yeah. he's like at a poker game or something i don't know yeah basic basically the whole big um the whole the whole framing device of the episode was that johnny um, he he doesn't realize that it's Santa Claus on his roof, and he goes and beats up Santa Claus. Yeah. And Santa Claus can't deliver the presents, so Johnny takes over, um, doing the job of Santa for the night. And there's a there's a funny bit when uh, Johnny pulls out the list and he's scanning through it and seeing who's not in. Like, oh, who the gets senator what. thing. And it's literally just a list of just senator blah blah blah, senator blah blah blah, and, and all, all the senators g- get cold. Yeah. Which I is liked just, that. It's funny. I liked that a lot. That that made me laugh. Um, there was a speech therapy joke. Yes, with Sco- yeah, Scooby Doo. With uh, Scooby Doo, he, he got speech therapy for yeah, Christmas. He, he brings he brings a gift <laughs> to Scooby Doo, and it's literally just a piece of paper that says like a good for like one free speech therapy session or something. Yeah, which that, I'm like that's that, good. That's good. That's I a like good that. one. Um, yeah, that's all I have really for this. This was <laughs> this was the first episode I liked. This was the only episode I like, and I can tell you because the next episode. Um, so we watched episode 11 and the first part of the episode, I have one note and it just is, this episode is boring. Yeah, it was, <laughs> That's all I have. Well, 
the this episode in particular. Oh, these are the the zones. Twilights, the zone where things where things happen that or where things happen that don't normally do or something. Something like that. I it hated was a those. Tw- it was a Twilight Zone episode, basically. So, Basically, and that's the entire episode. All three parts are those weird Twilight Zone-y things. Yeah. I feel like with this one, it probably would have been slightly better if they peppered it into other episodes instead of making just one episode about this. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. It was boring. Yeah. If they, yeah, I hated if, it. If they would have done like a vignette in episode three, a vignette in episode seven, and a vignette in the finale that was each a Twilight Zone parody. It would have been fine. It would have been fine. But having them back to back to back, it was just like... It was like, all right, I'm done. Okay, this this yeah. isn't funny. This wasn't funny to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the zones that I remember, I remember the kid with the babysitting things. Yeah, that was the second part. The first part was where he kept having visions of clowns on the wings. Yes. That was the first one. That was the first part, I yes. thought that was the last one. No, that was the first part. Um, um, and then what was the third one? The third part was uh, l- the talking doll, the Tabitha doll. Oh, Tabitha doll. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it w- the first part was him getting... He keeps thinking he's seeing these... Um, these clowns on the way, you are like, you are just done with this. I can tell. Oh, for people wondering, <laughs> I look over and Lynn's sitting across the table with her head in her hand, just like <sighs> my head's in my hand and I close out of my notes cause I have nothing else written. And I went straight to Instagram. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> this is your show. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's this uh, is just a really hard one. It's, yeah. It's a bad one. Um, so but yeah. you're right. This isn't my show, and I gotta like help no, out. No, but it, yes. Yeah, it, but honestly, though, this overall, this was not fun to watch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This. This just. It. It wasn't. It wasn't what I. It wasn't what I expected. Yeah. I at least thought it was gonna be somewhat funny. Yeah. And it. It just and turned I, out to not be that. It, it turned out to not be funny at all. It wasn't funny at all. Um. I just. I don't even know what they could do to fix it. Right, because like the entire and like ah man, maybe this is just me, mm-hmm. but I like I have this concept in life that like if you just you know are having fun doing shit, mm-hmm. other people will like it. Yeah, you know, um, and everybody on this show, like all of the quotes I read, all of the things that that everyone said, like all of the big names, all of the small names, everyone's like, yeah, we just had fun and like mm-hmm. wrote a show, and I'm like, you had fun. Mm-hmm. Because I don't see that. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. I don't know how it the, was fun. The the ba- the behind the scenes mentality from what we've read did not really translate to the it screen didn't. at all. It Mm-mm. just it's 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 and a product of a bunch of like I said like I said in the first half. It's it definitely it, you can tell after watching it. It's a product of a bunch of writers throwing a bunch of ideas at this one show and seeing what would stick. Also, I and like I don't know. Part of me is like maybe I'm being a little too harsh because we did only watch the first season, and and like we explained in the first half, is that this the format of the show jumps around a lot because who directs it and who takes over for the next person, depending on what it is, it changes. Yeah, because because Van Partible was only part of the show for the first, first season. season, and then and then it switched over. So I wonder if like the second, third, and fourth. Well, even then, it would be really more like the second and the fourth. Mm-hmm. season would be different yeah maybe the movie is different i don't know whatever it is i just i really didn't like it yeah um and maybe i am being like a little hard i'm maybe i am being a little hard on it because we did only watch the first season i just don't see the point in going back and watching the second season yeah it's i feel like i feel like if we were to watch the second season where the format does change um our opinion would only be harsher because we don't know like we think we know what to expect, but we don't, kind of thing. But see, the, the thing—the thing that I struggle with—is that even if the format does change, the characters are still the same. Not There's, entirely. They got rid of Jungle Boy. But uh, but that was a very small character. That's you, true. You figure your characters like um, Bunny Bravo and Susie and Johnny and all of them. They all stay. They all stay. So it, it the main the main pieces of the show that you're working with are still there, and if that's if those aren't you know things that people want to come back to. Then it's not really something that it's gonna work, you know. Because mm. to me, I'm just, I, I, I'm dis, I'm not disappointed. I'm kind. It didn't. I knew. I had went into went into this with low expectations. We both did. And we were like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, and it and we knew it didn't really hit what we thought it was gonna hit, which yeah. uh, you know we figured it was gonna happen going in. 
but it just was one of those things that I wish it was a little funnier than it turned out being. I wish it was at least oh, a man. little more enjoyable. I just feel like there was no comedy. No. Like, and the comedy tried, that, the was... comedy that did come was from things that were completely separate. Had nothing to do with the story I of mean, any of the episodes. I'm still partway giggling about the about the bald thing. Yeah, that was like funny. I'm thinking about it now and it's making me smile. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Um but otherwise it just was it wasn't fun, folks. I just didn't like it, dude. It wasn't so, fun. like one to ten, uh, zero to ten. So, okay, no, we have to get we have to adhere to a specific rating scale. Out of five wool mamas, how many wool mamas would you give it? I would give it one. One wool mama out of five. It was just bad. It it like almost to the point. I don't know what was worse, Dexter or this. I feel like it was this. Mm, wow. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go one and a half wool mamas out of five. So wool mama whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, basically wool mama whoa. Yeah. 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 Sounds good. Yeah. So, so um, with that, I feel like we're at the end of our episode. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you two things. Yes. One. Yes. Pull up the word I document. Will. Two. Switch seats with me. Okay. All right. Why do I need to switch seats with you? Because you're picking the number this week. Ah, I picked like the last two or three. Okay, sounds good. So I think what we need to do is switch off now. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna pause here and we'll come back when we have the list up and ready to go. Heck yeah. Okay, uh, round two because I fucked up immensely. Take two. We got this. Take two. Yes. So Evan. Yes. Um. One to twenty-five. One to twenty-five or one to a hundred? Oh, one hundred and twenty-five. One in a hundred. Don't. Don't underestimate me, audience. I okay. have 125 uh, TV shows on this okay. list. Okay. I'm going to do my bit again because I thought it was a good bit. Okay. You go, and I'm going to pretend like I didn't understand it. So I'm feeling like I'm in a very in nice mood today. What does that mean? Oh, wait a minute, you dirty birdie. I know what number I'm going to pick. What? It's the number 53. 53. All right. I'm going to not press Control F this time. Yes. There we go. Da, da, da. Just scroll down the list. 53. 53. 53. Pull it up. Pull Do it up. Thing. 53. Oh my gosh. 53. Here I, go. 53. I am doing it. 53. Holding. I'm in the 60s. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. Oh. Oh, did I pick a good one or a bad one? Oh. Well, do you like honey? Honey? Because we're going to be watching Winnie the Pooh. Hey, there we go. Yeah, we're going to okay. be watching Winnie the Pooh. See, now I'm I'm interested in this. This is going to be a very young show to watch. Because we just watched, not long ago, maybe like a month and a half yeah, ago, like a month and a half. we saw uh, Christopher Robin, which I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. So this should be fun. Um, yeah. yeah, that'll be cool. Did you ever watch Winnie the Pooh as a kid? I think I did. I think I watched it because it was it was on Disney Channel, right? It was. On, it's a Disney show. It was on, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was on Disney Channel. So I read the books. I didn't read. I didn't okay. watch the show. You read the books. Okay. Um, yeah, I read a lot of books when I was a kid. Okay. Um, so yeah, but this is like super young compared to everything else that we've watched. Mm-hmm. This is like the youngest show. You know. Yeah. It. it um, from like the earliest t- time that we were alive, basically. Yeah, like it it accommodates the, a younger audience than yeah. the other shows. Yeah. Um. So this should be interesting. Yeah, it should be. I wonder how. I don't know. I I feel like because we're not judging it necessarily on like funniness, mm-hmm. and more so like I think it's gonna be more on like the wholesome scale. Yeah, like wholesome and storytelling. I already this this is gonna be different. I already know what my rating scale is gonna be for that one. How many jars of honey out of five? <laughs> Look at him I'm planning already, ahead. I'm already planning ahead. Oh, he's so happy too. He's smiling about it. This this will be a fun one. I you know. I, th- I hope so. I think I, that's what we said about Johnny Bravo and Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> mm. But no, I think this will actually be because I love the fucking voice actors on this show. I love Jim Cummings. I yes. love all these fucking voice actors. So it's gonna be great to hear that. It's yes. gonna be great to see some good animation. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Color me excited. Color you excited? Yes. All right. Well. For now, we will go. Yes. But before we go, yes. where can people find you? Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on the internet at E underscore Williamson 93 on Twitter. Uh, I post my musings there. Uh, I tweet a lot about random stuff. So check me out. If you want to follow me, follow me. Yeah. That's it. How about you, Lynn? Where can people find you? Go to Twitter. Uh, go to the search bar. It's like a little magnifying glass icon. Mm-hmm. 
um, and type in Ann Lynn, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N, I will pop up. Mm-hmm. That's where I post everything. If you are if you wonder what I was primarily as a child when I went to Halloween, it's on that page. Yeah. I was the same character. Yeah. For probably six years. Yeah. And if you want to hear my thoughts on new on new music, like Slipknot, like the new Slipknot song, go check that out. Heaven likes metal. I and do. Memes. Yes, I like metal and memes. <laughs> that's that's like that's my aesthetic. Metal and memes. <laughs> that's your aesthetic. Yeah, that's, that's my aesthetic. <laughs> metal and memes. Um. Anyway, thank you for listening. Yeah. Um. Oh, I gotta plug this show. Yeah, plug this one. Where can Crap. people find this show on uh, social media? You go Twitter. You go Facebook. Uh, you go Instagram, you just type in Nostalgia Cops. Yeah. We pop up. We're super easy, yo. This show is available on um, iTunes. Well, not iTunes. Apple Podcasts. I always get mixed it's up. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Um, you can find it on Spotify. You can mm-hmm. find it on Pinecast. You can find it on... Stitcher. Stitcher. Thanks, Evan. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Uh, we're uh, not on YouTube. No, we're not. But our other um, podcast is... So if you like if you like improv, which I'm not that good at, but listen to it anyway. Make me feel better about People myself. say you're good at it. Oh, thanks, guys. I've heard from improvisers that say um, you're very good at it. Stop it. You're just going to make my ego inflame. <laughs> um, you can check out Read Between. Yes. Uh, you go, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Stitcher. It's on Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on YouTube. Uh, you go Facebook. You go to Twitter. You go to Instagram. Type in Read Between Cast. Yeah. We pop up. Yeah, we're there. Uh, so this show comes out the first Friday of every month at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So the next episode will be on Friday, December uh, what's the date? Friday, December. I sound like Jeff Goldblum when I do that. December 7th? Friday, December 7th. Yes. I got it. You got it. So that'll be Yeah. That'll be our That'll I'll be our be Winnie the Pooh. That'll be our nice pre-Christmas episode. Yes. Which will be about a nice wholesome show, which will be nice. Yes. We got to see if we can find a Christmas episode of, of uh, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, I'm sure they have one. We'll try to find a Christmas episode. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I think that's going to do it for this month's episode of Nostalgia Cops. Uh, just real quick. So before we we had a cutaway because I, I I messed up and pressed Control F on the wrong thing. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what number forty seven was on the list? Yes, because that was the first number. You that was picked. the first number I picked. It would have been Arthur. Oh, thank God! I changed a different number. <laughs> you don't like Arthur? I don't. I just don't know if I've like. If I'd be like that, I feel like I'd fall asleep watching. Yeah, it. unless it unless we just pick the the meme episodes where it's just the where it's just. I think that's like different. literally a frame. <laughs> Damn it! I think it's like literally. I a thought frame. it was a whole episode dedicated to and him beating up his sister or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> with that no, with that note of Arthur beating his sister. Whoa! Well, no, because that was the thing. He wanted to punch his sister for something. Oh, I or don't he know. wanted to punch somebody. I, I thought it was. Think, a, I didn't think it was that violent. I thought it was his sister. I don't know. I mean, his sister was. His sister's a bitch. Wait, hello. <laughs> she was like seven. But she was also like an asshole. Wow. Anyway, we're gonna go. Now. We're gonna go now because I'm gonna say something even worse than yeah. I'm saying already, which isn't even that bad. It's a, it's a fictional character, people. Don't call fiction. You don't call fictional seven-year-olds fi- bitches. All right, fine. It just apo- doesn't sound right. I apologize. Vo- I, I I take this time to uh, immediately rescind my 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 uh, my words. I apologize. Thank you. It won't happen again. Thanks. As I continue to drink my Pepsi Max. Okay, we're going to go now. Sponsored by Pepsi Max. No, we're not, but please. Taste the Pepsi difference. Give us money. (laughs) (laughs) Give us money and this will be sponsored. Give us money and we'll sponsor the show with whatever whatever crap. I don't know. Uh, Stuff that's like not sexy. Don't ask me to sponsor butt plug. What? (laughs) What? I don't know. Your mom listens to this show. No, she doesn't. Oh, okay. My mom doesn't know how to work a podcast. Are you kidding Your me? Your dad listens to our the shows. The only reason why <laughs> Read Between is on YouTube. Because your dad. Is because my dad only listens on YouTube. The last time I saw him, he went, hey, I put a comment on like the last four episodes of your podcast. Why don't you reply to me? <laughs> yeah. And I felt so bad. I was like, oh, I'm sorry, dad. Now you got to start replying to the, so the one YouTube comment. I got to go on and reply comment. to him be like, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway. It's just from it's just from read between. I love I love you. I read between. Love you. I will put my name on there so it's less weird. <laughs> anyway, anyway, this is the fifth time we're signing off. Yes. So goodbye. Goodbye. We'll see you next month.